Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset here, and I'm here to tell you about BetOnline.net, your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NBA and NHL playoffs, as well as Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting, wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net still remains the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Go check out the lines that they have for this week's UFC on ESPN card. Main event between Calvin Cater and Josh Emmett, two fighters, both of whom have shared the cage with Tiger Shulman's own Shane Burgos. So check that out. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. I am not actually in my home recording space. I'm actually in a recording space within my school this week to give you guys this week's uh, mindset and just some food for thought uh, as I talk about it going on in my school and just an approach that we can take to so many things in life. So I told you guys a couple of weeks ago that one of the superstars in my school, uh, the, the only two-time guest in my podcast's history, Little Lily, uh, was injured. I don't believe her mom would be upset at me for sharing this, but she was at a minor league baseball game and was hit in the face with a line drive, and um, she lost several teeth, and she's out of commission for a good little while. Um, it was as serious as something like that could be without you know it being dire. Um, she's doing so much better now that her mind is is in a better place uh, her jaw is no longer wired she's able to to talk and to communicate and um, between myself and really at the lead of one of the moms in the school here and just the way it was put together uh, the my whole school came together we had about 15 or so families last Monday and we all drove over to Lily's house with like a parade in front of the house uh, and then the, all the kids came out. There was a card that everybody in my school had signed. Um, it was packed. They had made a gift bag for Lil, stuff for her to do with her friends and her sister and stuff like that. Um, things for her to occupy her mind and her time. Um, while she <laughs> she wasn't able to be as active as she normally is. And um, it was a really beautiful and emotional thing. Um, a, seeing you know one of my superstar kids, one of my, my you know girls grown up in my school. So watching someone like that, seeing her in pain and, and, and not herself, of course that bothers me. But what gave me such a brightness on the other side of it was what her mom had to say about the way Lily was acting. All the kids are there, and like I said, there had to be like 15 families or something like that were all there. And then there were the ones who couldn't be there but still signed the card or so on and so forth. And to see the way Lily was so bright and happy was such a, a different 
mindset than what her mom had described to me. Um, you know, she wasn't down in the dumps anymore. She was all pumped up. She was all excited. She was chatting with her friends, and everybody was just happy as could be. And it was the kind of thing uh, that just light, just makes your heart beat a little faster, makes your heart just be a little lighter in that moment. And um, one thing that kept getting reiterated over and over and over again was the fact that Lily didn't react this way when her neighborhood friends came over to check on her. She didn't react this way when her school friends came up to, came up to check on her. But it was her martial arts friends, her Tiger Shulman's friends, that seemed to make the big difference. And the phrase that kept getting thrown around between not only Lily's mom, but a lot of the other parents is, it takes a village. It takes a village. It takes a village. And this is our village. This is our family. This is something uh, you know, we've all come together to do. And certainly the truth, like beyond a shadow of a doubt, definitely watching the whole school come together was just such a beautiful thing. It actually started... Um, you know, right away, as soon as Lily got, got injured, we ordered that big card. We started talking to kids about it and having them, you know, write in the card for it. And it's a giant card. <laughs> this thing was like two feet tall. Really, really big card. Uh, and everybody signing it and so forth. And just looking at the things that so many kids wrote in there, things mature beyond their years, was such a refreshing thing to see. But then beyond that, what was even more exciting was to see the way that the, the group chat, if, you, if, you, if I were to read you the, the transcript of this group chat that was put together between the parents who were at our tournament, the day of the tournament, and how they were chatting about putting this together for Lil, and watching the way they talked about the school and their kids and how it affected their kids, oh, is the kind of thing that makes me as an instructor so proud. But again, it goes back to the idea that you know, we're a family. You know, this this is this is our village. This is our support system. You know, we're leaning on each other, and really, that was the mindset that I wanted to communicate this week, talking about the fact that it does take a village, um, and it's so, so funny. We think about that in terms of kids because we hear that phrase in relation to kids all the time. It takes a village to raise a child. And we think about not only their parents, but we think about their extended family, aunts and uncles, grandparents, uh, you know, cousins, all of that. We think about all of those people with kids. Then we think outward into teachers. And then from teachers, we think further outward. We think about people like coaches. We think about people like sports coaches, like teammates in those things. We think about their friends and their friends' parents. And we think about all the people that influence a child in their life and in their development. And I'm very proud to be a part of as many villages, if you're making quotation fingers, as many villages as I am. But what we lose sight of is that as adults, it takes a village too. Sometimes we forget, we think that that's only for kids. That as kids, we need that village. We need that support system. We need all those different people to rely on. Definitely the truth. You definitely do as a kid. But we f sometimes forget that like, as life moves on, as we continue through, that nothing changes when we get older. We still need the people to lean on. Think about it this way. When you've had any great tragedy in your life, whenever bad news happened, when something difficult or bad happened to you, 
right? Even as an adult, you didn't lean on just one person. You didn't shoulder, hopefully, you didn't shoulder all that burden yourself. Because the problem that happens when everybody tries to shoulder their own burden and do it all by themselves is they're not able to accomplish that. They're not able to deal with it well. So th with that being said, it, when people do try to take everything on their own shoulders, it tends to crumble them. It tends to crumble them. Right? We're not built as human beings to do that really, really well. We're social creatures. Right? Think about it this Again, going back to the idea of what tragedy you've had in your life. Hopefully you didn't deal with that all yourself. Right? Like the kind of you know, wakes that you have for someone who passes, the ones that have always helped me, that have always left me feeling better, are the ones where there are crowds and crowds of people around. And you see how many people that you have to lean on. That if you just need somebody to talk to, there's all these people in this room, you can just pick up a phone and somebody will be there to be your ear, to be your shoulder, to be something for you to lean on. And that's a great thing. To have that village as an adult, it's paramount. I mean, think about it in terms of the opposite. What is the absolute worst punishment that they can give someone who has life in prison? If you're going to be in prison for the rest of your life, they'll take you. And to punish you for bad behavior, they'll put you in solitary confinement. They'll take away every other human being that you have. Because prison is bad enough. But it's way worse when you have to do it all by yourself. When you don't see the sun, you don't see another human being, you just get your food through a slot in the door. That's the worst punishment you could possibly give somebody. Now, if we think about that in the negative, then we have to also be able to flip it around in the positive. When do people see their greatest successes in life. They see their greatest successes in life when they're able to lean on somebody else, when there is a village around them. I've talked many a time about the environment in my school and how I pride myself on it. And the fact that I know that at any given time, there are multiple group chats going on outside of here that uh, that when it comes to, you know, my students, not only parents, not only in, in cases like with Lil here, but all the time there's group chats going on. I know there's one main Facebook chat that goes on all the time, constantly and consistently. I know in addition to that, there's a bunch of other people who just text each other on the regular just to, you know, see what's up. If somebody misses a class, somebody's on vacation. I had it happen just recently. Somebody was away on vacation. And they told me, but they forgot to tell their, their training partner, the person they train with all the time. And their training partner's like, where's so-and-so? And I had to tell them, oh yeah, they're on vacation. And they got really mad at the person for, for not texting them and letting them know. But why? Because we, we are, in an environment like this, each other's support system. And that support system is so crucial. So crucial. It's one of the main reasons, I believe, that the statistics in a traditional gym environment are what they are. In a traditional gym environment, the average LA Fitness, Gold's Gym, World's Gym, something like that, they have 3,000 people that are paying members, meaning 3,000 people pay gym dues in a given month. To that end, less than 5% on average are active, meaning of 3,000, about 150 actually step foot in the gym at least one time during that month. Now that doesn't mean that all 150 of them train on a regular basis, you know, a couple of times a week. 
they may only train once or twice in the entire month. The reason being, unless you have a gym buddy that you're going to the gym with or a group that you're going with, or you're going and you're attending classes at that gym, you're kind of all on your own. And doing anything all on your own kind of sucks. It kind of sucks. Right? It's very unmotivating. I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever shared a house with somebody else and that other person is unable to do some of the housework, after a while it starts to wear on you. You know, I'll be perfectly honest. There was a couple of months ago, Mrs. Sensei had a knee surgery and she was laid up for a good like week or so. And when I found myself being the one doing the dishes for the fifth day in a row, I got a little upset. Looking at the dishes, I'm like, man, I still got to do And then I'm like, wait a second, you idiot. The reason you have to do this is because she's out of commission. It's nothing malicious. It's nothing, it, it, it's nothing evil or her being lazy. Look at the circumstances. But that's because I'm a human like anybody else. Right? I mean, we've all heard the stories and the anecdotes about lazy roommates. Right? People who just aren't pulling their weight. Why? Because if you feel like you're in it all by yourself, it's very unmotivating. That's why finding your village is such of such paramount importance. It's definitely true when it comes to things like training, like your workout, right? I've been to martial arts schools all over the place. You know, whenever I travel, I usually try to find a martial arts school, even if I'm not going to be able to train during the trip, just to check it out. You know, uh, I went to London. I happened to, I knew there was a 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu there. Uh, I know some guys that are involved in 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. So I happened to stop it. I'm like, oh, it's right around the corner. Let me go check it out. And the owner there, once he found out I knew these people that I know, very super, super welcoming, invited me to train. I was like, I just got off a plane three hours ago. Thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> um, but again, I felt a vibe there. I felt a connection. I felt like, okay, if I wanted to train in London, these are my people. Uh, conversely, same trip. Uh, I went to Dublin. And in Dublin is famously Straight Blast Gym, the gym uh, where Conor McGregor came out of. And I went there and did not get a welcome. Not that the gym wasn't nice, not that the people, the students weren't nice enough, but like the office staff, the coaches, they weren't really welcoming. I mean, one guy taught the, the I taught, took a beginner and an intermediate class because they were back to back and the guy who taught the beginner class was friendly, but not like super warm or welcoming. I didn't get like the greatest vibe from him. Um, the only really like, what I would call super welcoming thing he did was introduce me to the instructor of the next class who basically shook my hand while I looked at somebody else. I said, all right, welcome. Um, so I, I, if I find myself back there, odds are I will not be training there again, just didn't get the greatest vibe from them. I didn't get that these are my people kind of vibe. Been to schools in, in, in Denver. I went to a jiu-jitsu school. My, my uh, in-laws live in Denver. My mother-in-law and my sister-in-law live in Denver. Last time I visited them, I found a jiu-jitsu school out there. Not my people. <laughs> just didn't, there wasn't that welcoming connection. There wasn't that vibe. Uh, went to Dwayne Ludwig School, obviously, where I was able to do the podcast with him. Took class with him. Everybody was welcoming. Everybody was cool. Um, his, his front desk person emailed me afterwards for links to the podcast. Uh, I corresponded with Dwayne a few times through Instagram DMs since then. And I mean, I met this guy twice, once for about half an hour, once for about an hour. You know, he doesn't know me from Adam, really. I mean, and he doesn't really know me from his students, but such a cool, welcoming vibe. 
And I think that's what we need to find in everything that we do. You see it in people in their careers. This is the, uh, the most adult thing we can kind of wrap our head around. I'll give you guys an, a personal example. My father has worked in non-for-profit accounting for years. I think I've mentioned that before. And um, he's gone to a couple of different places. And there was a, a job he was working in, uh, here on Long Island in a fairly big uh, place. And he didn't love what was going on, the direction it was headed. They brought in a new director. Him and the new director didn't have a similar vision. My dad chose to move on. Winds up in a much bigger place in the city, which was exciting for him because where he was in charge of a budget of a certain size, now he's in charge of a budget 10 or 20 or 30 times that budget's size. So much more exciting for him that way. But the company culture just wasn't conducive to who he is as a person. Um, I can't tell you exactly what was off about it. You know, you know your people. And in terms of, uh, of what my father, he would just say, I just, me and this culture, we just don't get together. And I watched my dad in about five years, age about 15 years. My dad started the job, had salt and pepper hair, and now after the job, completely white hair. Why? Because he felt like an island. He felt like he was all by himself. Now, he's moved back out to Long Island Cares uh, in Hopog, where he is the, the controller. And this is, this is his culture. These are his people. And my dad, it's funny, I swear my dad has gotten younger in the last couple of years being here. He's happier than he ever was in that other job. He's doing better work. They're making more strides. The organization is growing exponentially and it's not just my dad I'm not trying to say that but it's this positive welcoming culture that they have and the like-mindedness of all of the team there and everybody I've interacted with is very similar in their mindset and there's an old saying my instructor Shian Gravini uses it all the time your vibe attracts your tribe and that's the thing if the people don't match your vibe they're probably not your tribe and that was certainly the case the vibe here attracted my father to this tribe and now this tribe is all vibing together and they're doing wonderful work and I think it's the same when it comes to other things that we do in life right when you guys make new friends like I, I new neighbors move in a couple houses down across the street back a year and a half ago let's, let's say and just by the nature of COVID and everything else like that we didn't get to meet them until the tail end of last summer and since we've met them very quickly those are our people. <laughs> My, Mrs. Sensei and I have just latched onto them. Those are our people. We vibe with them 100%. And when they were going through difficult things, when we were going through difficult things, it was so easy to lean on each other. And we were able to get through it that much more by knowing if at any point I need something, I can just pick up the phone. I can make a phone call. I can shoot a text message and I will get this person and I will feel better because this person is there to support me. Now, that's just life in general, but take this to things like your training, right? If you went to a place like what I experienced at the at Conor McGregor's gym or at that jiu-jitsu gym that I, mentioned, that, that I uh, mentioned from Denver, if that was the place that you had to train and similar to me, the vibe just wasn't there. It doesn't mean it's not there for other people. It just wasn't there for you. You're not going to see success in that place. You're going to be an island. And being an island in any place, standing alone, that is so, so, 
so difficult. Think about the majority of businesses that went out during COVID and lockdowns. So many of them were mom and pop shops because they had nobody else to lean on. And when you have nobody else to lean on, no other support system, and I'll be honest as a business owner, we weren't getting the greatest support from, from our government officials. It was very difficult to get any information. When that's what's happening, how can you stay motivated? How can you really see true levels of success? Flip it around the other way. When you see people who had plenty to lean on, look at the Tiger Shulman's organization. We grew since COVID. Not only in terms of students, but in terms of schools. We've opened new schools. Schools that had just opened are doing even better. Way more students. But why? Because there, we had people to lean on. When I didn't know something, I had somebody else I could lean on. I had a village around me. And so did all the other instructors. And I think that's very true within all of our schools as well. Each of our schools are a village. I know when one of my students achieves a great success, they lose a ton of weight, um, they earn their next belt, positive or negative, everybody is there to help them. Everybody's there to support them. When we had our 90-day challenge, one of my students won it, everybody was so excited for the guy who won it. Everybody was so pumped up for Brian. He's still, every time they see him, people still positively bust his chops about what amazing shape he got into and how proud he should be of himself and his accomplishment. And why? Because his village is behind him. And it was much easier for him to stay motivated when he had the village to lean on. Not only was his wife doing it as well, but all of his classmates. So everybody was moving forward in the same direction. He found his village, and as a result, he was very successful. And he'll continue that success with the support of the village behind him. So my advice to you for this week is very simple. Find your village. Find your village. Now, if you're a parent and we're talking about raising a child, find the village for your child. Find the place that you can bring them. I recommend martial arts, obviously. I recommend Tiger Shulman's above all else, obviously. And then continue that into everything that you do. Personal life, friends, find your village. Training for yourself, working out for yourself, find your village. Career-wise, find your village. Find your people to live on, to lean on. Because with those people to lean on, I guarantee you will see a greater level of success. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find me on Facebook. I'm sensei James Leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at tsmma underscore smithtown. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash tigershulmansmithtown. Uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. Make sure you guys see, visit my link tree, linktr.ee slash senseileonelli for links to everything I do. Beyond that, my friends, until next time, make sure you guys subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday. Make sure you leave a rate and review. just helps. And share the podcast. The more those numbers are, are uh, download numbers are up, hey, the more it just helps. So until next week, my friends, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.